The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 25th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a cry, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all of those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, dear saints, when Jesus gives us a parable, we can hear it in one of two ways. We can hear it in the way of the law or in the way of gospel. Now, the way of the law is the typical way that we relate to parables. As Paul says, the law is written on our hearts. Romans 2.15. Because the law is written on our hearts, the law is the way that we naturally think. It's the instinct of our flesh, the old Adam that is within us. So if Jesus gives us a parable of five virgins with enough oil for the lamps to wait for their bridegroom and five who fail to bring enough oil, the first way that we hear it is the way of the law. The five with enough oil, they have done a good work, they, well, they deserve credit. And the five not bringing enough oil with them, they did badly. And they deserve the justice that they will get. And this makes sense to us according to the law. So today's sermon could be have enough oil, have enough faith, and you will be rewarded. Or it could be don't have enough oil, don't have enough faith, and that's bad news. And with a sermon like that, everyone could go home with their to-do list simply living to the law. 
However, Jesus didn't give parables about the law. No, he doesn't give parables to teach us how to do good works or how you must have just enough faith. And if Jesus did that, then he's just a teacher of the law. And we've already had plenty of those. The the law is written on our hearts. We already have the law, you see. Moses, he gave it. Then the Ten Commandments, they spelled it out for us. Adam and Eve, they knew it. Do this, don't do that. We have the law. Jesus didn't need to come for that, but he did need to come for the gospel, the good news. And if we don't hear a parable that proclaims the good news, well, then we're not yet prepared to hear it correctly. We're not yet hearing it with the purpose that it was intended for. Now, the parable of the ten virgins. How is this gospel? And if we're looking at the virgins, at their works, well, it's not. Five virgins who do good, five who do bad. The parable is reduced to teaching us to do good and be rewarded. Do bad, well then you'll be condemned, punished. But there's no Jesus in that. No Christ crucified, no grace, no mercy, no gifts for the sinners freely given. But what if we don't look at the virgins? What if we look at the one thing in this parable that doesn't make any sense? Because the bridegroom, he doesn't make any sense. And Matthew 25, verse 6, it states this, As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. The bridegroom is delayed. And what does that even mean? He's delayed five minutes to finish maybe combing his hair. Maybe he's delayed 10 minutes because, well, there's a cow in the road. No, it's all day that he's delayed. But what kind of bridegroom gets delayed? Not for five or for 10 minutes. He doesn't come around all day. He doesn't show up until midnight. What kind of bridegroom is that? You see, this parable, it makes no sense until we figure out the bridegroom, who he is, and what he's actually come for. The five virgins with oil, the five with not enough oil, that makes sense to us. And as a matter of fact, we might even say that the five virgins without enough oil, well, maybe they are the good virgins. After all, they were expecting the bridegroom to show up on time. They trusted. They had enough faith in him. 
The five was spare oil to burn, not just until the wedding's appointed time, but actually all day, even until midnight. Was that faith? Or was it a lack of confidence in their bridegroom that he wouldn't show up when expected? So back to the bridegroom. That's who Jesus is showing us. He's the bridegroom. He is the groom who came to take his bride as the church. As Paul says in Ephesians 5, Christ loves his church. He gave his life for her. He makes her holy by washing her with water and with the word. He presents his bride in all of her splendor, forgiven, cleansed, and sanctified. He is the groom, and we are his bride. Yes, the church. He shows up when he wants. He shows up not according to our expectations, not according to what we can predict, not according to what makes sense to our sinful flesh, but he shows up when he chooses. When is that? When is that last day? When is the last day when he comes again to judge the living and the dead? He's delayed. How long? We who wait, we don't know. But we wait in faith. Now we can see the gospel of this parable. A groom that would show up as was expected predictably and how we would say that he should if he's going to be a good groom. Well, that's all according to the law. The law is predictable. The law is according to what makes sense. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, and you don't get more predictable than that. But a groom showing up as he chooses, regardless of when we think that he should. A groom who doesn't watch the clock, doesn't check the days off some calendar, that groom will have us thinking, well, it's just not fair. And it doesn't make sense. It's against all of the rules and it's contrary to the law. But this groom, this this groom is Jesus the Christ and he shows up how he chooses to save you. That is the good news. That is the gospel. And because this groom is the one who comes Always to bring mercy over and against the law. Always to bring his bride into grace. Always to give gifts in abundance beyond our expectations and without any measure. With no rhyme, no reason. Not one that would make sense anyway. Except that he is the groom who loves his bride. He loves the church and he bestows all the gifts of this in his name on her as he wills. He shows up as he chooses like a thief in the night. When is the last day? 
When is the last day that he comes to judge the living and the dead? No one knows that day, nor the hour. But he will show up just as he promised. Come, Lord Jesus. Now, as we suffer in this life, as we undergo temptations and we ask, where is our salvation? When will we be delivered? This parable has us looking to the groom and knowing that he will show up for you. Although he seems delayed. But as we wait, we wait knowing that we belong to him and his blood cleanses us from all sin. As we endure affliction and pray for relief, wondering how long is this pain? This parable has us looking at the groom and knowing he will show up for you, although he now tarries. But as we wait, he is with us in his word. And in his word, he is bestowing gifts upon us in such abundance and without measure beyond anything that we could have expected. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed. Yes, Jesus is our groom. We have his promise We are his bride, the church. And that designation, well, it's given to us in our baptism. That designation will soon be promised to Miss Lakin in her baptism. And the groom, although he tarries, although he sometimes is in a way that we don't see his gifts present, and it may not seem right to us as we live in our flesh, which is under the law, this groom, this groom is the groom of the gospel. The groom who cleanses and sanctifies his bride, the church, with all generosity, without measure, beyond making any sense. Our eyes, they look to him. Our faith, it clings to his word. Our lives, are sanctified by his blood. For him, we wait. Amen.